Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Good evening, and welcome to Weisscraft. I am your host, Aaron Weiss, alongside the Duchess of Decatur, Erica J. Weiss. Hello, everybody out there. And of course, as always, the Weisses are joined by the coolest cats in Covington, Caleb. Meow. (laughs) Yep. What is going on, cool cats? Not much. Just hit me on grind, you know. <laughs> Teaching kids things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying not to fall asleep in class. I'm... That, that didn't that didn't happen today. <laughs> but I was I was very like just had one of those nights last night where I just like go to bed and just like I am not tired at all. <laughs> And so I slayed there until like probably like almost one and Man. then woke up at like 6 20. So I hate when I do that. I've been very tired today and it's a Monday, so it'll just even worse. <laughs> so, another case of the Mondays. Another right. case of the Mondays. <laughs> I hate my wumble wum days, you know. You know, t- today was one of the Mondayest Mondays of all days that ever Monday. You know, really? I think I think like January Mondays. Are worse. January is the Monday of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, very so th- This isn't my topic, but uh, <laughs> it, it, I just have to explain why it was a Monday, Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, w- most of the day, like 90% of the day was just good. It was great. Oh, mm-hmm. Good. Um, and uh, I mean, just a pretty average day at work. Um, you know, we're, we're on, we're on a dog hunt. You know, you know, this, um, and not at work as a couple we're at work, you were at first. No, I was like, yeah, you were hunting for a dog. No, that's pers- personally as a couple are looking for a four legged friend who is not a cat, who is not a cat. <laughs> Or any other four-legged beast. Um, <laughs> we want one of the canine persuasion. Anyways, um, um, I had been uh, last night. I found a dog that Erica and I both thought was cute, and so I filled out an adoption application. And like literally two minutes later, got a call. Which mm-hmm. never happens. They mm-hmm. usually don't yeah. call us back. <laughs> um. This lady's looking to rehome. We were supposed to meet the dog today. Um, anyways, this is where it brings me to the Monday part of Monday. Mm-hmm. I was on my way back from work and there was some, some traffic. And I just take city streets to go to work. Like I don't have to get on the interstate at all or anything. Mm-hmm. So um, there being traffic um was kind of annoying me I was really excited to go visit and meet this dog um so there's on my route home there's two consecutive stoplights 
Mm-hmm. And they're very, they're, they're pretty close together. And one is completely unnecessary. One of them is. The other is completely necessary. Um, <laughs> and anyways, the one that's completely unnecessary goes into a gas station. So I turn into the gas station, kind of hoping to get around some of the traffic. But there's construction at the gas station, and there was oh. a big old dump truck. And um, the dump truck was turning to go, or was waiting to turn out of the gas station on the other exit slash entrance of the mm-hmm. gas station. And there was no signal indicator of where it was going. But there was enough room to, for me to get next to it. So I got next to it and was going to turn right. And as soon as I could turn right, um, the dump truck turned right into me. Um, no. I'm unscathed. I'm completely oh, Good. Okay. Goodness um, gracious. The car is a little sad. Right. Wow. Um, Did you ever drive it home? Yeah, yeah. Um, really, the only like non uh, cosmetic thing that's wrong is feeling turning right feels weird. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, the other things are pretty much cosmetic. It's, well, the the the, the left uh, uh, side view mirror is mm. fast dangling. <laughs> Yes. Oh man. It's one of those things where it's like it's not totaled, but it's um she'll need a little help to get back. (laughs) Rossi, this isn't in good shape. But anyways, we I got home, I cried it out, it was fine. Mm -hmm. Um and so that's what made it the Mondayest Monday of all Mondays. But then we ate a cupcake. <laughs> and, we, and we called my mom. <laughs> it fixed the car. <laughs> That's really what you have to do. So that's what adulting is, ladies and gentlemen. Being cupcake, uh, calling your mom, calling Erica's mom. I don't know that you just <sighs> find a cupcake, find a mother to call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be biological, just a mother figure in your mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I re- really recommend that. And I'm going to the auto shop tomorrow morning, and we're going to find out what the what's the damage, you know? Wow. Are you able to get like insurance stuff from the? Dump oh truck? no, that's the other part. Is, I just don't want to dig into that right now. Yeah, we'll that's talk about that off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, in case you don't know, this is Weisscast. Each and every week, four best friends gather around Zoom or sometimes a table, um, and we just talk about whatever comes to our mind. If you like that and you want to be a part of the show, go to Weisscast.com. I mean, patreon.com slash Weisscast and support us because that'd be awesome. Um, thank you to our... <clears throat> we are back down to one producer. What? I have recently found out. Chronoslinger. Pepe Danger, if you're ever listening to this, <laughs> come back. Come back. <laughs> wow. Pepe Danger couldn't afford anymore. Yeah, I know. As $1 a month was really uh, really hurting him. Pepe, if you're out there, I just want to say thank you for, uh, what was it, a good year? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that year. To quote. It was like a present. It was like a 2021 present. Is it? Is it Fallout Boy? Thanks for the memories. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I used to think Fallout Boy was a great band because of that one song. And then this is not a Fallout Boy hate podcast, but then I heard the rest of their songs and I was like, never mind. They're like, <laughs> they're fine. They're, they're a fine band. Yeah, I honestly, thanks for the memories. It really went hard when I was in second grade, so. I don't think I could name any song that went hard when I was in second grade. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Erica, you were just telling me that you had this great idea to talk about and i just need to stop thinking about this damn car accident (laughs) well do you know what i actually kind of can segue my topic from your do it from what we were just talking about 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 like what is adulting like you just like need to eat a Mm -hmm. cupcake and like call a mom and just get it all figured (laughs) out um but i was thinking about because Caleb, you always talk about how one of your favorite like book slash movie genres is like a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about like, when do you start to feel like an adult? Like at what moment of your life were you like, oh, that was an adult thing that I just did? Because like, obviously we're all married, you know, mm-hmm. that was like, a oh, adults get married and I'm getting married. I must be an adult. But like, was it even college? Like, did going to college make you feel like an adult? I always try to pinpoint, like, when in my life was I not, like, I'm just a girl. Was I, like, I'm kind of a woman. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> happened? Because I feel like it was maybe, like, uh, five minutes ago. Or maybe it was, like, a couple <laughs> years ago. I honestly don't know. So mm-hmm. I would love to hear y'all's thoughts. We are all in our 20s here, for anyone who's out there wondering. Oh, no, honestly. Like... <laughs> I feel like I still haven't had a, like, I haven't turned the corner of, like, I still feel mostly like a, like, less, more than a teenager, less than an adult. Mm. Um, like, I thought being married would make me feel like more of an adult, but I feel like it hasn't changed that perspective of myself that much. Um, I think, like, working... Like teaching high school students, honestly, hasn't really changed my perception as like a adult anymore because I'm so close to their age. That's like, you feel, so like, still feel, you feel like you've regressed some, like all the progress. <laughs> I wouldn't say regressed. She's regressed, back in high school. But I still feel in like almost just as much as like limbo of like, I am not a teenager, but I am not an adult. Yeah. Um, I will say this summer. I felt like a quite adult because my jaw was hurting. <laughs> Not about the That's same, it. <laughs> but because so I, my jaw was hurting and I went to the dentist. Yeah, dentist. Um, and I scheduled my own appointment and did all of that myself. Um, that was like that was a pretty big like, adult moment. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't feel like an adult. I feel yeah. I feel like anything with like appointments or like calling professional type people <laughs> has made me feel more like an adult. Like I feel like last year also we had a lot, I had a lot of calls, and I Caleb did too, of calling insurance. Mm. 
um, with like medical stuff just for like, like going in between doctor's offices, insurance, going back and forth of like, what's going on here with all that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like doing a lot of those calls though was supplemented by support from my mom. And um, I'm sure and other adults just right into the, <laughs> just crumpling the paper right there. Oh yeah, that's a great right, right. <laughs> Um, And I will say there was a time, so in college, I don't know, junior year of college, so I was 20. Um, I got in like a very minor little like bump in a Walmart parking lot, mm-hmm. which um, messed up like the door of my car. And so I was in Georgia and my parents were like in Florida and like they found out immediately. I told them I got like insurance stuff, but I feel like that whole process of doing insurance and getting a rental car and getting my car fixed. And I had a, still had a lot of support from like my parents and also my swim coach at the time who was like talking me through this stuff. But I think trying to get that done and going to all those places on my own to like get quotes and blah, blah, blah. And I think that kind of felt very almost like, I don't know, like adult, but I think just there's more moments of like, I'm independent hmm. um, than maybe me thinking I am an adult. Cause I guess like, that's not something I'm striving for. I think I just hmm. want to feel okay, <laughs> I guess. Or I think independent in some ways is maybe more the feeling I might strive for or like, a lot of things that are adulting are just me feeling like, oh, I'm like independent. I can figure some things out on my own now. Um, Cause I guess like even adults need support from older adults. <laughs> but I think mostly it would probably be phone calls to insurance companies, to <laughs> the insurance and getting car stuff figured out. I feel like is a big one. Yeah. Me. It's interesting. Like, do you think responsibility and being adult or like, same thing or like not the same thing I think as an adult typically you're gonna have more responsibility so maybe the amount of responsibility you have might make you feel more as if you're an adult I don't know and what kind of responsibility you know mm-hmm. like, you feel like when you're a kid and a teenager your parents start giving you responsibilities right you know, or like you know like maybe it's your job to like take the trash to the curb in the mornings or maybe it's your job to like make sure you do all your homework or even like mm-hmm. applying to colleges is like a big responsibility or like walking the dog, whatever it might be. But when like, mm-hmm. those are, those feel like kid and teenage responsibilities, but like right. having to call your insurance company, having <laughs> to do your taxes, like what? putting my foot down to the people on the phone. <laughs> yeah, literally. I think I'll feel like an adult where I'm not scared to do my taxes. I don't bank uh, on that. I don't know if that day is going to come. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'll ever sit down to do my taxes and feel confident and feel like I can just do it really quick, get it done. Ha ha, I did it. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be that girl. Yeah. <laughs> One of my teachers I work with today at lunch, she was like, yeah, last night I really didn't want to fold my clothes. So I started doing my taxes instead. And like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, I don't like folding clothes, but I'm not that. I don't That's like folding clothes adult. that much. Imagine, Erin yeah. and I have like, we are not the best at like folding our clothes once they come out of the dryer. Like, <laughs> that yeah. is an understatement. I'm trying to make us sound a little like more put together than we are. I, I <laughs> look at them for a while and then we're like, mm, do we want to fold them right now? No. 
But imagine if we filled our time when we should be folding with doing our taxes. <laughs> Man, I just put it on YouTube instead. <laughs> yeah, I hardly understand how I would even, what would I even do if I was filing my taxes right now? What do I tell them? <laughs> I haven't gotten, what do I, I tell my I taxes? Haven't, I haven't gotten any of my W-2s. Hello, taxes. <laughs> Hello, what taxes. am I supposed to tell them? I don't have any paperwork. I'm sure there's I stuff. Give me, give me money. Yeah, no, that's so true. Like, we haven't gotten yeah. anything yet. Yeah. I have access to my bread. Hmm. But I don't have mine from the bakery. Mm. And I don't have my stuff from grad school. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aaron, have you felt like an adult as the um, senior of this group? <laughs> being being super old um (laughs) you know i uh there have definitely been times where i feel more like an adult but honestly like those times are like few and far between Mm -hmm. um definitely i felt like an adult when i bought my car Mm. a few years ago um yeah, I mean, just spending that amount of money right. and paying it like in full. Um, that makes it sound like it was a lot of money. It yeah, really I wasn't. Know. It wasn't. But uh, that, yeah, and finding car insurance and um, I, I do healthcare.gov for my um personal health insurance and doing that every year definitely makes me feel like an adult kind of yeah. in a bad way um, <laughs> the bad part of adult i think <laughs> some also dumb things kind of make me feel like an adult like just knowing that we could have eaten that cupcake before we ate dinner mm-hmm. and nothing would have happened nothing bad would have happened like our, no one would have gotten mad yeah, at us like Aaron Michael yeah <laughs> like that definitely makes me feel like an adult like yeah I'm the guy that buys Oreos you know what I mean like I do yeah. grocery shopping That's a good point. I can make those decisions right. so like, like whenever you're <clears throat> little and you're like can we get McDonald's on the way home and then your parents are like we have food at home now yeah. we can drive home and look at the McDonald's and make that choice for ourselves and then be like <laughs> You know what? I should have just eaten the food at home. <laughs> getting better about. Here's an adult decision that we made just last night. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was 11 p.m. It was 11 p.m. And I had just cried about something stupid, and I wanted a McDouble bad. <laughs> so we instead we made chicken nuggets at home. Wow. Okay. Really, you know, growing up. So maybe that's like my adult moment. <laughs> it can be something as little and dumb as that or it can be talking on the phone with insurance and most of the time with insurance you're on hold like three quarters of the time so that's very patience i have feels like an adult yeah exactly yeah Yeah. i think that's a good point of like almost doing things beyond the rules that you kind of had when you're growing up Hmm. where it's kind of like before i'd my parents might have said something if I tried to eat or throw away something or do this or that. But now it's kind of like, well, I get to choose if that's something we can do or I can do and I do it. 
I'm making the rules of this house now. <laughs> Some and- things that stick out to um, me when I think about like when I have felt like an adult, I feel like the first one was freshman year of college. And I really like as a freshman mm-hmm. in college overall, still felt like a child very much. But I remember calling my mom like I probably talked to my mom like every other day freshman year of college or like maybe three times a week it just depended but um I remember talking to her and being like yeah so two days ago I went over to so-and-so's house and like had to explain who that was and then I was like yeah and then last night I went and I did this and I did that and it kind of hit me like I have to update my mom about what I did whereas Mm -hmm. usually like since I lived in my house with my parents my whole life I would either have to ask them to drive me or tell them hey I'm going to this person's house that way they know where I am it felt weird telling my mom days later what I had been up to so that was kind of like a am I kind of grown that was kind of (laughs) and then um I would say getting married was a big one (laughs) where I was like not even like the day like wedding day but like meeting Aaron and being like, oh, I actually will marry him and I will do it soon if I can. Yeah. Being like, I didn't think I was that old, but I guess I am because I'm like <laughs> actually ready to marry him. Like, which, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. Crazy. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, thanks for sharing your adult views with me. <laughs> you know one of my favorite parts of our wedding day was what one that we didn't get to enjoy enough what the appetizers at the wedding (laughs) you know what i did not eat enough appetizers i didn't either and but that brings me to my topic appetizers whoa whoa Uh, okay (laughs) smooth transition yeah right you know what i mean um so yeah i've been i i haven't been thinking about appetizers a lot i'm in fact (laughs) um right before the accident earlier i um <laughs> was thinking about my topic and what the topic should be and i was like you know what i love appetizers who doesn't love a good appetizer and this was actually spurred on by another <clears throat> podcast um kind of funny podcast and um they were talking about mozzarella sticks and i'm like wow <laughs> mozzarella stick is an s tier appetizer probably yes. Probably top three, and guess what, Erica? It's not three or two. <laughs> um, um, it's like it's my go-to. I feel like it's on a multitude of restaurants appetizer lists. Yeah. Um, so, but like, I was just wondering, like, if we were like the four of us were to go to a restaurant, which we will very likely do this weekend when we go out of town together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna order like let's say erica and i order mozzarella sticks for the table Mm -hmm. and y'all order some appetizer for the table Mm -hmm. what 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 would you like what would you go for and and honestly a good answer is more mozzarella i was i'm like my topic would be mozzarella sticks so but there's also idea of doing different things Uh so i guess if i if you've already beat me to the punch and you're like, ah, mozzarella sticks for appetizers. And then I had to go next. I don't know. I'm trying to think like, I feel like I've gotten a lot of, like loaded fries or something uh-huh. like that. That's like is a good one. I'm trying to think of other like 
basic appetizers. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like it's very hot take. I like um, appetizers. What was the fight? The what she's thinking just talking about mozzarella sticks. I lost the word. I like mozzarella sticks. Um, but to me, they always like made me feel kind of sick. Interesting. Um, I like them, but I think there's like a little bit too much for me. That's all right. What if they're baked? You think the grease is what makes you I feel sick? I think the grease probably. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if they're baked, they'd feel a little bit better about them. See, I just like, I think I love the idea of like a blooming onion. Oh, yeah. Like, those are so much greasier than mozzarella sticks. That is true. So, I don't really know okay. where you're going with that, but <laughs> I guess they I was, are good. I, was, I just want something. I got like, so offended there. I just, <laughs> you did. did. It came in hot. I just want something like crispy to munch on with some nice dip, array of dips. Yeah, I think something to dip. Oh. Like, chips and dip is always great. Ooh, like, dip is a even just like very big staple of an appetizer. The, like tortilla chips with the the choice between salsa, guac, or uh, queso. queso. The holy trinity. The holy <laughs> trinity, someone say. Or even just like fries with like different kinds of dip, like like a nice like house dip, or like a ranch. Aioli. Like aioli, yeah. You know what I like for an appetizer, but I end up usually just eating as my meal rather than an appetizer. It's either like some boneless wings or some sliders. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Those are the ones that you get from the appetizer menu, but you definitely just eat as your. That's like yeah. when you go to get your Applebee's uh, half price apps after 10 p.m. Y'all know what I mean? <laughs> Y'all ever been there? Just me? Well, like one time. <laughs> so they have this thing at Chili's. It's like a, it's like a, well, you can get as a meal, but it's like four different like apps like a sampler sampler plate and like every time i go there i'm like next time i come here i'm gonna get this i didn't know that was a dream of yours but like i i, I see the thing for 10 and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna get people turn yeah caleb oh can i just say because it directly relates to what caleb is saying is that that is a dream i have lived so many times in my life when i go to chili's that's usually what i get nice. i get oh i get exactly how it looks in the picture too it has those little <laughs> mm, those little boneless wings the little sliders and the little <laughs> The little soft mustard egg rolls, and I. Their egg roll things are real good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, a a rising star in my world of appetizers is actually the Philly cheesesteak egg roll. From from where? Only had that once. We had that one time, and then I had it another. When did you have another? (laughs) Where at? Um you kept a secret. I did. <laughs> secret. Uh I think it was a time you were babysitting and I mm. ordered wings. Mm. And I really wanted a wings in Philly. And the place that I was ordering wings from, they didn't have the wings in Philly combo, but they did have the Philly cheesesteak roll egg rolls. And I was really? like, oh I I know we have lots of opinions of coaches in this. Oh, the restaurant coaches. Yes. In West but Point, I, Georgia. I like coaches. Also, they had a like. It was supposed to be a, like like southern like, egg roll type thing mm-hmm. that I thought was very good. It had like. Oh, it was good. Sunny's barbecue has something like that. Yeah. I think I like I like I like egg rolls in general, but I think I like the idea of like egg rolls with a twist of like. <laughs> Speaking of things with a twist, and this might be the last point of appetizers that I make. 
um because i feel like we could just go on oh yeah um, <laughs> i mean we haven't even gotten to all of the genres we like, really haven't all the nationalities of food actually <laughs> actually after this point i want everyone to say um their second favorite <laughs> appetizer <laughs> okay um okay so there used to be this italian restaurant chain called johnny carino's oh yeah forever they're the one that we would go to was in noonan um yeah Yeah, i know going to that specific one i'm sure and they had this appetizer that was called italian nachos and it was instead of chips it was like uh fried lasagna noodles Mm. and they had um ground ground italian sausage and peppers and onions and mozzarella cheese on there yum and that (laughs) was just i it's so it's incredible it's like one of those things that's greater than the sum of its parts (laughs) babish would say i feel like babish says that a lot um yeah it's i've had dreams about these nachos and nachos probably are my second favorite appetizer but it's one of those situations Mm -hmm. where i like erica will order it as a meal right yeah i want some good nachos let's go to mo's but yeah that's that's probably my second favorite um nachos in general so i think i was actually before we even said nachos i was thinking nachos but i just reinforces my opinion of nachos (laughs) because like i i don't know i i nachos is something that i don't get often but i get it i'm like man why don't i get nachos more right yep um good point i have distinct memory of going to go see the second sherlock holmes movie with my brother it was a late night like it must have been like over a break because it was like a weekday i remember specifically i was seeing this movie and um we decided to go to taco mac afterwards it was like late it was like later in the evening, like it was one of the places that was still open. So we went to Taco Bat Mac and we got this like um like nachos, but like it was just this like mountain of like it was so much. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they did it because it was still like even though we went to the first layer of nachos, the second layer still had like, stuff on it. Stuff on it. And we were just like, we like <laughs> we were just we saw how big nachos were like, oh, we're gonna take some home. And then we went through it, and there was no not there was not a nacho left. <laughs> so, um, I think so. I I feel like something I get a lot. I, okay, this is like, can I honorable mention? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like little like house salads are those considered mm. appetizers? Because I feel well, like I always get that. I would say, they come out first. Yeah, I would say pretty much anything that you eat pre main course. Okay, that's my honorable mention because I will say I do get those a lot. But I was also thinking my family and I at the Chinese restaurant in our town, we'd always get fried wontons. Mm-hmm. And that they were so good. And we actually recently, somewhere around here, we got some and I feel like they were not, they did not hit as hard for whatever reason. But I remember fried wontons was a big thing we'd always get. And we usually were not an appetizer kind of family, but whenever we ordered from there, we would get the actual fried wontons were really good. 
I'm going to have to give a shout out to Thai food. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm going to have to give a shout out to a basil roll. Yum. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than like that, like, um, what do you call it? It's like a paper roll because it's like rice paper. Rice paper. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, so, like, you can see inside, like, what's going to be in it. And there's like mm-hmm. green stuff and um, shrimps and, oh. So good. Put a little bit of brown stuff on it. Ooh, I don't even know what that brown stuff is, but I love it. It's not poop. <laughs> it's like a little, little uh, dip. Okay. I oh, actually, so good. I have an, I have an honorable mention. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to drag oh, this no. on. Um, but our favorite brunch place <gasps> has these insane breakfast dumplings. Breakfast and, dumplings? Yeah. Yes. And Ooh. they are they look very similar to a dumpling that you would get at any old Chinese it's like restaurant, it's like a pot sticker. Right. But they are they are filled with chorizo. Well, it, it's just like a, a ground pork. It's oh. like ground pork, like ginger maybe, and mm-hmm. other spices, per, like perhaps a, nice... a scallion, mm-hmm. and Ooh. then that's like a maple soy maple glaze. There it is. Ooh, cilantro that sounds so good. It's so freaking good. It's a crazy combination of flavors. Like it, we got to take you guys. Yeah, we do. I, I love down. a brunch place. So yeah, we'll do it. Stood. So we have our favorite brunch place to go to, and also that chicken and waffles place near y'all. Oh yeah. Oh, the wall. Yeah, not like Nana's. Nana's. That's right. Okay. Um, so my topic, I'm assuming everyone said what they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get me away from the appetizer. Um, it's, I really shouldn't. <laughs> it's about dogs. So it kind of related to the beginning of this podcast. Um, we don't have a dog. Um, <laughs> Neither do we. I know. Yeah. We're not going to be able to have a dog for a minute. But uh, so I, a very long time ago, started following this Facebook page that's called old friend senior dog home a senior dog sanctuary that's based in tennessee now at least i know they moved and got so it's basically a sanctuary as you can hear from for senior dogs for them to just live out the rest of their little lives in the comfort of this like cute cute little sanctuary and so i've i've followed them for a minute now and i think they're amazing and i want to retire and live there and hang out with those dogs or at least visit one day that'd be kind of fun but um that's the consolation prize like i have aspirations <laughs> to retire and live there or i could just visit, <laughs> or visit either one <laughs> but yeah so i've ever since then i feel like i've had a real real soft spot for like senior dogs um and so then also so i've started playing they have a phone like an app game like a phone phone game games on your phone this one <laughs> um that's old friends something you can find i don't know old friends home game i don't know what it's called i downloaded it this morning <laughs> the senior dog oh my gosh. yeah and you basically it's like you like running your own little senior dog sanctuary and i've been really into it um and it's been really fun and they like have little stuff about like like the first dog you get is kind of like how the whole place started it's like this is our first dog like this is kind of what brought us to like the 
the place we are now. So anyway, it's, I love them a lot. Go check them out, support them. Maybe we all go visit. I don't know. Maybe we can pat some doggies, but they're really cute. And they'll post like pictures on Facebook of like each dog and be like this. He's just laying out. It's just really funny. Like really simple little updates. (laughs) I need to follow that page. It's really cute. Um, But anyway, it just made me think about dogs in general and just what everyone I know because you guys are on the dog hunt I'm low-key always on a dog hunt um knowing that we aren't getting one anytime soon but and I guess it doesn't have to be dogs because I know not all of us are dog people necessarily but like what's almost like an ideal pet maybe specifically dog if there's like a breed you've always loved or an age or like maybe a temperament or whatever and I mean I think like I've always like I'll do rescue it really doesn't matter I I don't think I'd buy I'd rescue but like let's say you just show up at this rescue and your dog is right there (laughs) the one you've dreamt about or cat I guess (laughs) I have to preface what my Mm -hmm. answer would be with the story of how my family got our dog. Yeah. Because when I was, it was my summer between sixth and seventh grade, which means it was my sister's summer between third and fourth. So she was pretty little. Yeah. We went to PetSmart because it was like their Sunday adoption day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And my sister just saw this little yellow lab puppy in her little cage. Mm -hmm. My sister sat down in front of it. And would tell strangers if they came up to like look at the dog, say, Oh no, I'm sorry, my parents are already signing the paperwork for her. Like it's our dog. <laughs> like, which was not true. Yeah. So dead set on like this is our dog that like yeah. would not take any other answer other than we're bringing this dog home right now. And that's yeah. when we got biscuit. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. So, yeah. That's my sister's answer for sure. Like just like seeing a dog and being like oh that's my dog that was her story yeah um and while biscuit is like the ideal dog just like so fluffy and happy and just wants to be your friend and Mm -hmm. she's so sweet I think now that I could get like a dog that's like my dog and not like the family dog well like our dog Mm -hmm. obviously but like you know I'm the one who's like in charge of it rather than just being a kid in the house (laughs) I think I would want a smaller dog than that because biscuit is like 90 pounds too much to handle and too much dog food to buy (laughs) and um too big of a poop to pick up like let's just like (laughs) make everything a little smaller you know yeah um so I feel like a dog between 10 and 50 pounds Mm -hmm. like an ideal size like not a little dog that I could step on but also like uh not a horse (laughs) <laughs> and I would prefer hypoallergenic because there's a rumor that I'm allergic to dogs, but I don't believe it. The rumor? <laughs> How dare they? <laughs> we, we've come to a realization that I think that being around um, dirty dogs. a dirty dog, like a dog that maybe has rolled around in some mud and, and like hadn't gotten bathed since then, I think okay. that messes me up badly. Huh. Which would explain why I'm sometimes allergic to biscuit and I'm sometimes not. Because she is oh, a mud roller. <laughs> No, she likes a bath so yeah I don't know what you're gonna get um but yeah and I don't really have a breed because like, we always just had like mutts growing up like this right. is technically a mutt because she's she looks like a yellow lab but she's also a shepherd mm-hmm. it's like her little shepherd moments mm-hmm. and so anyways that's my story 
And also kind of fluffy and cute and looks like a little ragamuffin. Right. Do you have a name or does it just depend on what it looks like? Um, For whatever reason, the name that always comes to my mind is Zippy Longstockings. I don't know (laughs) how that even came into my brain and why I keep... Because of you? I thought I made it up. (laughs) I think I did make it up. It's okay, Erica. I bet you could have given the time. But oh, was it because I kept talking about Pippi Longstocking and then you said Zippy Longstocking? Okay, I came up with the concept of Pippi Longstocking and he dressed it up into a dog name. That's true. Because whenever we talk about Pippi Longstocking, who brings it up? Me or you? You. Exactly. So I'm the one who introduced that concept to this household. Okay, okay. And you turned it into a dog name. It was a joint effort. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Is you like made it a dog name and I just like, you know, I yeah. don't know. I wonder if like I did something. <laughs> um, my my ideal dog in Caleb, I think you'll appreciate this because um, I believe you've watched Futurama. You know the episode where Fry has a dog. Mm. Um, that dog is a border terrier. That's the breed. His name is Seymour. Um. Touching episode. It's a really, it's a really good episode. Um, anyways, border terriers are my favorite dog breed. I would say they're like medium. Medium. They're like, you know, they could be like twenty to thirty pounds ish. Um, so not like super small, but also not like super medium. Um, <laughs> and, um. Actually, fun fact, one of the dogs that we've found online, mm-hmm. um, actually two dogs, one one looks kind of like a border terrier. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a mix between something and a chihuahua. Um, okay. It just looks like a smaller border terrier. So, so it could be like perpetually puppy. Um, <laughs> that's so fluffy. His name is Scooter. Um, oh, that's such a cute name. And we have filled out an application for it, but we haven't found or like we haven't heard. Um, but then the other one, um, his name is Adam Ant. And um, he he has he has a little injury, so he's oh. not going to be able to run as fast as the other dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got or be as active as the other dogs. Um, his profile said he just wants to have someone who will take him on a short walk and then cuddle with him on the couch. Oh, that's so sweet. And I, and I think that perfectly sums up the temperament of a dog that I want. Okay. I want it to be, I want it to be playful and cheerful and, you know, like want to go on a walk or two, but I also don't want it to go very far and I want it to cuddle. <laughs> um, you know, like a dog that you can like, just let out in the front yard and you know it's not going to run away what a yeah. dream my family never had that growing up all of the dogs we ever same. had would bolt if it got the chance same, same. <laughs> our um, dog stayed nearby <laughs> he knew where the food was and was not letting that go <laughs> but yeah I, I love a good border terrier i think they're so cute we saw one while we were in nashville over thanksgiving we yeah well it, while we were hanging out with aaron in um franklin Mm, that's right yeah it was really cute and i don't think i had ever actually seen a border terrier irl um and yeah that that that's all a guy could ask for 
a chill, laid back border terrier. Wow. Cute. Maybe mixed with Chihuahua. I uh I mean sound very sappy, but I I think I had the perfect pet in Sanchez. Yeah. He was he was like why one with a cat. Like he was I got very lucky, I think, that he was just like he was very like the temperament I wanted a cat. Like he was he could be very pretty affectionate, like um, but it wasn't overly like needy, but it also wasn't like didn't like didn't dislike people. It's like they're very much the right amount of like independence and like liking people. Mm-hmm. Um which I think for dogs goes very same way of like I want a dog that like I can go and take on walks, but like I hate like no dog is never gonna not pull when you're walking it. Good training. Um, but like, I think I realized like I can't stand an untrained dog, but like a, a very well trained dog, I like is great. Cause like watching um, expose the Ermiters, but their dogs were just like <laughs> name drop them. Okay. <laughs> what was it so? They no these dogs because they they jump and like I hate that and like the licking with dogs. I like I don't mind. If, cats lick me for some reason but like a dog licking me is just like way too much like I, I cannot stand it well also a little cat tongue is like so funny you know what I, I mean think like, cat tongues are like dry yeah it doesn't it, they're just kind of like funny and it's like oh you just tickled me hee <laughs> but like a dog tongue is like a whole different thing wet and slobbery and which I don't mind being licked by a dog but yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from for I sure. know so I know, like, my favorite breed of dog is probably a blue healer, which oh. is, um, I pulled up a picture. Is it because it kind of sounds like peeler? Oh, it's dark. It's dark. There's an Australian, like, shepherd. Like, oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh with yeah. the ears. Like, oh, the hair. No, Australian, like, herd dog. Yeah. So they have a lot of, like, they're very, like, energetic dogs, which is probably not what I want, but I think they're very pretty. Also, they are Dog Me in Fallout 3 was a blue healer. And it's the name of a dog. And Max, a dog's name was Dog Me in a video oh, game. Okay. And Max, I got scared. <laughs> yeah, it was Max in um, Mad Max 2 um, had a, bu- a blue healer. Hmm, cool. So, I just think they're very pretty dogs. They are pretty. Mm, pretty ugly. I don't think I've ever Rocked. seen a border terrier, but I think they're very, very cute. So good job. I think he's lying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so it may be no mystery to the people on this call, <laughs> but I love Corgi <laughs> and Oops. everything about Corgi. <laughs> like corgis too yeah i i've had a a love affair with the breed corgi for a while i also follow multiple corgi like rescue adoption type pages uh specifically the southeastern corgi rescue page that serves uh georgia south and north carolina Mm. um (laughs) that i will look into in the future but i think a corgi is kind of like that's my guy and even like a mix, I don't care. 
like ultimately I will take any dog. I, I'm not very picky. Um, I'm not going to go take a year just to get a Corgi. I will, the moment we can get a dog, I hope soon we can get one, but if I can, I'd love a Corgi. It doesn't have to be purebred. I love their little, they just are the perfect looking dog <laughs> to me. They have the rumps. perfect. They do have rumps. Their, their bottoms are very cute and they float and they just like, I mean, I'm sure if we get a Corgi of some kind, it's going to drive us crazy. Like I kind of already know it, but I kind of love that. <laughs> So part of the dream. <laughs> here's the tea. Oh, tell me. The dog that we were supposed to meet is half corgi. Stop. No, it's not. Yeah, oh it my is. gosh, it is. I was only remembering you may not have that dog long. It's half corgi, <laughs> half Australian shepherd. We can't. <gasps> so cute. We can't have a dog, Megan. I know we can't, but we're gonna steal theirs when we can. I was gonna say also, like we're together enough that you would see it plenty. I know I'm gonna be the godmother, yes. <laughs> the babysitter. You'll be like the, the fun dog. aunt. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. But yeah, a corgi or any dog that's just like kind of cuddly, kind of crazy. I also would, I would, I, I want a well-trained dog, but I know that means I need to train the dog. I'm not expecting to buy or rescue a well-trained dog, mm. so I know there's gonna be work that goes into it. Um, so I think that also is also, I think also I like senior dogs because I know they're very, they get left out a lot. Um, and that probably also would go towards them possibly having a milder temperament, it's even like in a hyper breed like corgis. So, but I mean, you know, if a little puppy corgi just walked up to me and said, boo-hoo, I have no family. I mean, <laughs> I take it. <laughs> boo-hoo, I'll die if you don't take me. I mean, I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair so yeah and just older dogs I think is always kind of what I'll look for um yeah. no, I agree with that. to love them um I could cry so that's the end of my topic <laughs> yeah. well I guess I'm the last one left and uh, no I think we're done no I'm just kidding <laughs> so uh um <laughs> what's happening I mean I don't know what exact direction this topic is going to go um basically like five years ago today um was when i first like landed in england wow um, on global scope and so that was like it's a huge moment in my life i've just been kind of like thinking all day about like my time there and like it's insane that it's five years ago um because it doesn't feel like it. Like it yeah. Like it feels like it should be at most like three. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just very strange. Do you want to give a little quick rundown on what that is, even though I know we all know? No. Like what Global Scope is, like what that. Oh was. yeah. So yeah, it was Global Scope was it's a mission organization that like there's focus on like reaching out to like university students in other countries, um, and so like. The woman who ran our college ministry, well, Erin, Megan and I's college ministry, mm-hmm. she previously started one of the branches of this ministry in England. I didn't go to the one she started, but yeah, um, I've been there several times. And it was just like a, it was just an amazing time in my life. It was, um, 
I think that was one of the most like um, growing experiences in my life. Because mm-hmm. when I think about like my past self, it's always like pre-England Caleb was extremely different from post-England Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thinking maybe the man I am today. <laughs> England? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like a it was such a great time my life and um it also doesn't didn't help like key nostalgia was like saturday no sunday it was yeah. like the weather was england like it was like like 48 almost raining all day yeah nice and, and it was just like i was i loved it yeah kayla's been a real nostalgia boy the last like these two days yeah not sad but just kind of like lost in it in a way i don't know it's just been thinking about a lot and like i'm realizing i have like um today after work i was like trying to look at pictures and like i feel like i've definitely like lost some pictures probably in google drive somewhere i -hmm. hope but like i have to track them down and like find them in the midst of everything else um so i had I know of Aaron did Global Scope as well. It was also a, a huge part of his personality as well. <laughs> um, <'cause>, Germany. Because <laughs> I remember like, I mean, Aaron and Megan both were both in my fan group when I came back. And it was like, the first like two years after I came back was like, <laughs> I feel like at least for the first like, six months. The first six months of me knowing you. We're just like, oh yeah, in England I did this. In England I did this. And it was yeah. just always like, I could, yeah. How long were you there? I was there. It was crazy. I was there for exactly five months. Okay. And I left on my birthday. Oh wow. Yes. So I turned twenty-one. Somewhere in between England and like U.S. Mm-hmm. Over um, the pond. Over the pond. So it was it was just great. You know, and like um I went with one of our good friends, Bryant. Um and we like we were we were like decent friends beforehand, but like after England, especially, like he was like my guy. And like even still, like we don't talk super often, but like I feel like we have that relationship where it's like we're like still like super super yeah. tight sealed the deal yeah we were like i don't know it was like of all my friends who graduated and went to poor amber like being the most sad that when brian was gonna leave mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah england it's crazy like it's crazy like all the like the relationships i made and it's like i was like they're still like there and like memory and but like haven't talked to a lot of them mm-hmm. in a long time actually enough, one of them when COVID started one of them texted me and we text back and forth for a few days um but it's such a strange like I don't think there's any other time in my life where it's been so like I'm here and just disconnected like then disconnected but like mm-hmm. I have never been so far like removed from someplace but also so like ingrained in the place for a time interesting yeah um it was really fun um 
if anyone has a chance to like study abroad for some amount of time or do global scope, I think it's like one of the cool experiences. I think it changed me a lot. I would add to that by saying, if you can go all in and do a semester, like how Caleb did and how Aaron did, I would recommend that. I did one month abroad in Italy. Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I really did love it. Um, but it was an amount of time where I didn't mentally prepare myself correctly. Because one month doesn't feel like you're moving there. You know, a whole right. semester kind of feels like you're moving to England or you're moving to Germany. You know yeah. what I mean? But like a month is like short enough to feel like it's kind of an extended vacation. Yeah. Yeah. So like having to do schoolwork and having to like have all these like responsibilities while I was there was like, I feel like I'm on vacation and I'm a tourist and now I have to go to freaking Brit Wit. <laughs> like that's not what I want right now. And yeah. so that was like a weird thing. And I also, since I was kind of in the headspace of this is vacation, I got pretty homesick. Mm because I wasn't mentally prepared for like, I'm going to be living here. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so that was like, but I'm saying all of that, like as like kind of the negatives of one month, if all you got, all the only yeah. opportunity you have is to go for a month, go for a month. Like I yeah. would not take back my time in Italy for sure. But yeah. if you can do a semester, but you're like, what if I get, what if it's too long? It will be great. Cause Aaron <laughs> and Caleb will tell you right now, it'll be great. <laughs> Like, I think I made some of, like, some of the deepest, like, friendships in my life yeah. in, like, five months. So it was kind of like this, like, I mean, I knew I had a time, like, only so much time. So it was, like, especially at the end, it was just kind of, like, so, like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out as much as I can with people and, like, be a lot very, like, that, inten I'm, like, that intentional about it. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I, I love the story. Um, my first night in England, I like, I never actually slept, remember sleeping someplace so I could hear like cars going nearby, but like where I was staying at first in, in Nottingham was like basically a city. And so like I was sleeping, I could hear cars going outside and like, I just remember like jolting awake in like anxiety almost and realize like coming like I've been in England for like like 24 hours at that point probably um but like coming to terms with the fact that oh like I am here mm -hmm. and there's like there's no like um emergency exit it's just like I'm here for five months um yeah. and that's that and that was terrifying because like um I think I'm very like, um, even still, sometimes I have anxiety of like going someplace of like, okay, like if my car breaks down right now, how am I get back home? Um, and that was just like, I'm here. I'm gonna have to get six day. And like, um, yeah, I think it made me a lot more confident as far as in a lot of things, but especially like just directions of like, I'll figure out how to get back. Mm -hmm. um, like. I just remember navigating the streets of like navigating the Trent like underground in Germany with Lauren Turner. And I was like, yeah, we can figure it out. And she was very worried. And I was like, I think we, we can we can do it. And we made back 
where we're supposed to. And it was not that difficult. Also, I mean, like Europe, public transportation is great. Oh, good. But like, I didn't have a car in England and like had to rely solely on public transportation. And honestly, I wish I could do that every day. It's the way to live. It's the mm-hmm. way to live. And like, in some ways, it was almost like less stressful than driving a car. Um, in some ways, it was more because if you missed the specific time of a bus or tram, kind of puts you out. But like, dude, it was, it was great. Like learning. I'm the first like month and a half. I was terrified to go any place by myself, which is fair. But I mean, by the end, I would like go to like one in the city see a friend and like come all the way back and like not really like think anything of it um, nice good times it's great made some of my like most memorable friendships in that time had my first beer wow and then you turned 21 on your way home so you had no time to stop drinking no. beers oh no i turned i turned 20 oh okay i will say that that year that year stuck for a lot of reasons i think it was like it was not year 20 was not a fun year for me um but like that i think that was one thing that like kind of made it suck even more like i spent like five months like getting wasted wasted (laughs) (laughs) and i come back and just like, oh yeah, you can't drink anymore. Well, completely. For me, there was six months in between coming back oh. before I turned twenty-one. Whoa. Um, and also for me, coming back wasn't, um, yeah, the yeah. easiest. But um, <laughs> it's funny because like, I I don't feel like anyone ever has an easy time coming back. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like. Uh, it, it's hard it's it's culture shock it's like a lot of different things um coming back is i don't think i experienced culture shock too much going there um i think they prepared us pretty well for what to expect for england um but coming back was awful um i think what made it worse was i went from like being like very like not that I wasn't free at my parents' house, but like I would just like, kind of do what I wanted for the most part. Um, but then like going from that to my just living in my parents' house for like two months over the summer and not having like yeah anything to really do. Um that was awful. And but yeah, that was culture shock is not easy. Man, uh, yeah, I just have to imagine the experience is so different if you're there for one month versus five or six. I came home and I saw a target and I almost started to cry because I wanted to go so bad. (laughs) And I I, like, I had like, and I really like, I loved the Italian shops and I loved the Italian food, but I literally was like, I'm about to hit Starbucks and I'm gonna hit Chick fil A, then I'm gonna get hit Target. And I'm gonna be <laughs> an American girl. And um, 
Yeah, maybe I'm like so basic for being like, I was in Europe and I was so happy to come home to the United States of America. Like, I don't know what's up with that and why I'm like that as a human, but again, I think it must have something to do with global scope because going with um, the English department of the University of West Georgia was a different experience, I'm sure, than what it would have been if I had gone with global scope or a similar organization. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, man. Yeah, I, I think that, like, because I've, I've talked with people who have done, like, the Peace Corps and have had similar, you know, hard, similar hard time coming back. Um, I think the thing that maybe I can closest relate it to, and it's going to definitely sound hyperbolic, and it, it kind of is, but it's the thing in my life that I can most closely imagine what like coming back from war feels like you were gonna say that um (laughs) it's just like because i don't know how long a a tour in the military is but you gotta imagine it's like about that length Mm -hmm. you know about six months or so and like even though we're not like we weren't like defending our country or anything, right. we were still doing like a lot in like yeah in these like it was it, it's almost like we were going through all the not a, a lot of phases of friendship in really like a quick time yeah and then it kind of being like ripped from under us. Mm-hmm. If y'all were doing a military tour, I was in basic training and I was done. That's how I can compare it. <laughs> I was a civilian the whole time. Yeah, I just I do remember like coming back. I remember like at, telling my dad like, "Hey, have Chick Fil A ready for me at the gate," which he did. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Like, Where to go, Alan? Like, I just I do remember just like so many like I mean culture shock, but, like so many small cultural things like. England to the south, like the American South, it's just like it was like I remember I would go like out like run or walk around my neighborhood and people waving at me. Which is like mind your business. (laughs) Yeah. So like people in like people in like England are like very like they're very like respectful, but they're not exactly like friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. mind your own business type deal yeah and so it's very like it was weird to say random people were like waving at me yeah uh-huh. yeah it was um also just like weather like that was a big shift um and i remember being frustrated like it was nice as having a car and going anywhere but i remember being frustrated just like oh, i don't know drive. i just want to take the bus and it's yeah. like all that stuff um it was tough it was very like and when it was the thing that like i think pushed me to start my counseling was good Mm -hmm. um but yeah some great friendships during with england and you said like it is odd because it's like it is like very you build up these like strong bonds and then like it's all basically ripped away even though it's not over because mm-hmm. of internet and stuff now but it's still basically like it's it's, it's done yeah, the, the experience is completely different yeah. 
like I remember one of my last days I had like I already met up with this friend and like said like hey like I'll, I'll be seeing you and like said goodbye and everything and I saw him on the tram and we talked for a minute I'm like yeah I was surprised I'll see you again like this is awesome I'm gonna see you one last time and it's like oh what do you mean and I'm like how would you not catch that I'm gonna be leaving did you tell him I told him yeah I told oh, him okay <laughs> well he was he was like he thought I was gonna come back oh okay and I was like and it was like so like it was so heartbreaking like him being like oh like we're leaving I'm like yeah amazing that was like it was just heart-wrenching Aww, and it was like it is um yeah and just like it's a weird such a weird thing um in some ways it's like I mean Brian and I have I have a very strong bond for many reasons but I think part of it is like we had that shared experience um and like he's one of the only people that like understands it almost as well as I do because he had like all the same friends and like the same groups there um so such an interesting thing such an interesting thing well, so, yeah, the chats tonight y'all thoughts as thanks for letting me just be nostalgic yeah you gotta do it i think i i'm very good at mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> meg's like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. folks this has been weisscast weisscast catch us each and every week on a day that i upload it and yeah. okay. um, you know maybe throw some bones on patreon not literal bones that would be disgusting <laughs> um i'm your host aaron weiss unless it's a doggy bone and it's a treat because we got a dog oh, yeah. <laughs> in that case do that yeah. um we'll let you know you can find us on social medias at weisscast and until next week toodles toodles bye